KXNO. Ken Miller, Trent Condon. They are Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Wednesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, local programming back on the dial. Still plenty more to come uh, here this afternoon with Murph and Andy and the Fanatics. But for now, it's Trent and I for the next couple of hours. On the BMW of Des Moines guest list today, very excited about our first guest Really cool story. Uh, David Kaplan uh, will join us from Chicago as Trent was dialing the digits to get Cappy on the phone as we tape him every Wednesday at about 8.35. I'm staring at Twitter, and a tweet comes up from Cappy. Breaking news, the Cubs have hired David Ross. Take Turn the clock back about 90 seconds or so, and we're talking about, well, we got to get Joe Spotty in there, and is there some truth to, that he's moving up in the list? And then we see that. But Cappy's going to join us. He broke the story this morning. David Ross is indeed going to be named, uh, and that has been... Um, Confirmed by multiple outlets, ESPN, John Heyman, uh, Rosenthal, all the uh, baseball guys uh, have uh, confirmed Cappy's uh, story. The David Ross gets the gig. We will talk to uh, Cappy in about 25 minutes or so. I'm going to do some... G League stuff, Trent, with Sam Newman Beck, the head coach of the T Wolves. He's going to join us in studio. Uh, G League season getting underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the games play here. Um, so we'll talk to the head coach. You know, it's, it's, I thought Lindell Wigington was going to be part of this roster. As did I. I know he signed a deal with the Timberwolves organization, mm-hmm. and it felt like for most everybody that he was going to be assigned here. The roster that is up right now doesn't have him a part of it, so Maybe we'll we get should, some clarity. Yeah, now. do some check in between. Well, because as you know, we turned the clock back to, I don't know, was it June? Oh, it was, was it the State Fair? I think it that was, Ryan yeah. Saunders was in town for the yep. State Fair. And Ryan Grant from the uh, Wolves came over and told us the little secret that we were, it was embargoed off the record. Lindell Wigington is going to sign with the T Wolves and in all likelihood going to play uh, this uh, winter in downtown Des Moines. So we respected their wishes and didn't say anything and thought he was going to happen and maybe still will but uh we can keep our mouths shut we can yes we can so uh, sam newman beck head coach of the iowa wolves going to join us we'll pick his brain on what his team is you know what his uh, number one responsibility is to that franchise and i want to know if ryan saunders and him speak on a you know, a daily basis uh certainly they would have done so before the roster would have came together because i'm assuming saunders wants the Iowa Wolves to run the same stuff here mm-hmm. that sure. they're going to do uh, uh, up with uh, with Minnesota if indeed a player or two gets plucked off that roster and that's what it's all about. In the 11 o'clock hour, Kenny White will join us from Vegas, one of the preeminent line makers uh, in Las Vegas. His normal spot will go around uh, football. We've got a few games that we will take a look at with Kenny White. Uh, Matt Postens from Heartland College Sports is live at Big 12 Basketball Media Days today in Kansas City. Matt Postens will join us. I see that Prome is, uh, well, he was just on the stage on the podium, uh, you know, a few minutes ago. So he's probably on the side or answering questions, but Iowa State was just in the spotlights. We'll pick Matt Poston's brain on college basketball, but football as well, uh, with the Big 12 and the race that's uh, developing there. Uh, by the way, uh, Jerry Palm, who is, I think he's better at basketball with his projections with the, with the bracket than he is at college football bowls, mm-hmm. but he is Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. 
what might have now it's against LSU. <laughs> so be careful what you wish for. But if it would have shoulda is Iowa State in that spot. You know, it's a projection. It's not mm-hmm. a done deal yet, but it still would have been pretty cool uh, to see. And a lot of football still to be played, including this Saturday homecoming uh, at Jack Trice for Oklahoma State. Chuba Hubbard and company coming yes. to town. and No picnic there. Spencer Sanders has been inconsistent. Their quarterback. Well put. He is incredibly talented. He's going to be, I think, a thorn in the side of many people. Pain in the you-know-what, Trent, for Big 12 teams. He's physical, but he makes a lot of mistakes. He's thrown a lot of interceptions. He's put the ball on the turf a few times this season. Mm-hmm. If he plays at his top level, Oklahoma State can score points against anybody, including yep. Iowa State, the yep. best defense in the league. And I think Hubbard will be able to run the football because he's been able to run the football against regardless of the foe. But if he's turning it over, yeah. this thing could get ugly. No, I think it's I think it will get ugly, Trent, because Oklahoma State's defense is god awful. I mean, yeah, they're atrocious. Yes. And the last time I looked, which was last Saturday, Iowa State's got some dudes <laughs> on the offensive side of the football. So uh, we will pick Matt Poston's brain and then Bill Bender, speaking of college football. His regular spot, the Sporting News' National College Football columnist will join us. We'll go around college football. He's got some uh, thought-provoking columns up at Sporting News already this week, which is no surprise. Uh, Bill, a very talented writer. But we'll start with, uh, uh, well, we got to get to the World Series Game 1, which was spectacular theater last night. But let's localize it a little bit because the Chicago Cubs are the team here in central Iowa. Uh, David Ross, just, I guess, your first thoughts on... You know, he's Aaron Boone, right? He walks out of mm-hmm. the broadcast booth and uh, never uh, managed a game. There's a lot of guys that have uh, been in that role in the past, and the Cubs are hoping that uh, David Ross is the latest to go from no experience, but they will take over a ball club uh, and lead it um, You know, back to the top of that division. You know, we saw it last year in the World Series with both teams having young Excellent managers yep. just out of the game and right back into that managerial seat and taking over teams. So it can happen. It mm-hmm. can work. Now, one thing that, that I've noticed from some of my Cubs friends that they mentioned when I talked to them about this, and I don't know if this is a prevailing notion for Cubs fans, but at least my circle, it was almost everyone to a T said, like David Ross, like the personality, loved him as a guy, mm-hmm. but almost wanted a break from the world championship team. In a way, almost feels like they're trying to run it back here, going back and trying to to find the magic that they had with the world championship. Right. And if they go with Ross and this ultimately what happened, that that's what they were trying to do. Because it got stale with Madden and you're saying you're thinking a completely new start. Yes. Wanted yeah, that fresh start. Mm-hmm. And I mean how many times in spring training do we hear yeah. you know, those kind of topics come up for any baseball team and a lot of baseball teams and it happens quite often. And that was the notion that a lot of them brought up to me, which I was surprised by because I figured one of our own, right? I mean how many people here in the state of Iowa, we love our own. Any kind of connection to the state right. of Iowa, we try to make it. And I think that's fandom in general. You try to have those kind of connections, and it just keeps that connection going. That was not the case that I heard from a lot of different people here. If it was Espada, if it was Girardi, whatever it was, I think there were plenty of people out there that wanted something new, something different and they're not going to get that with David Ross. No, they're not. They're going to get a guy that was the uh, the team leader. I mean, he was the guy that would, uh, and regardless, he was the teammate that would uh, stick his boot in your butt if he didn't think that you were performing. He was the guy that everybody looked to for that veteran leadership. But it's going to be a different role for him now. I mean, Anthony Rizzo, at the end of September, when asked, you know, what if David Ross gets this job? We said no one, he doesn't, there's no one in the game he respects more than David Ross and is more appreciative to for what he did. But it's going to be a different dynamic. You know, he goes 
from a teammate to a you know guy that's running the team. So Ross is going to get the gig. Uh, we will talk to Cappy uh, coming up here uh, in about oh, 20 minutes, a little bit less than 20 minutes. One thing he didn't um, have time to share, and there was a, another scoop they just tweeted out. Apparently, Chris Bryant is having uh, his hearing, an arbitration hearing today with Major League Baseball. Uh, they have filed a grievance. Um, against the Cubs, I guess is Boros representing, mm-hmm. or maybe it's the Players Association representing Chris Bryant, because as we recall, Chris Bryant got called to the majors a day after, so they waited until that day was passed, mm-hmm. so they didn't start his arbitration clock running. Well, and this, is, as Cappy pointed out, I mean, this could reverberate through baseball. No doubt. If he wins this, then what does this do for all of those guys that came before him that are in this boat where they should get the one year of service is, is essentially what is going to be adjudicated here today. So uh, the Cubs may lose a year of control over Chris Bryant. I mean, the rules are black and white, right? I mean, if you wait until X, your clock doesn't start. Well, they waited till X, one day past X, and then started the clock. Seems pretty straightforward to me, but they're going to make that case and do so today. Copy's also got some other news. We're not going to spoil that because we want you to listen to the piece pursuant to the roster makeup. Copy coming up here in about 20 minutes. So let's go back to last night, Trent. Look, I get that there's people listening to us um, that are, for whatever reason, just not baseball fans. Yeah. And I've- that number continues to grow. Sadly, it does. It, it, there, I, I think, well, is in the 60 year olds, I think we've got them. Certainly have this one. Um, 39 year old. You're a baseball guy, and you're what, 39 coming on, going on 40? That's the way it works, Kenny. 39 <laughs> right, yeah, goes to 40. They um, teach math in Canada. They, they do, yes. I'm not sure I spend all my time in those classes, but regardless, um, I don't know. I think they're cutting off their nose to spite their face if you're a sports fan. Trent, this was great theater last night. There isn't anything local to attach to. There isn't any connection that you can go to. Mm-hmm. It's it's more difficult. You know, de- last year during the NBA playoffs, we milked the Nick Nurse story yes. for all that it was worth. I mean, we we played that <laughs> angle up because it's the quiet time in this market. Mm-hmm. June is a dead period. Mm-hmm. You're after spring football. College basketball is in the rearview mirror. You're still months away from football starting back up. You're looking for anything. We're going to talk NBA. And look at this. We have a local angle. Here it's the World Series. It's the Nationals that really don't have a fan base. I know there are plenty of people that maybe jumped on the bandwagon with Bryce Harper. I have a couple of friends that are actually that way that really didn't have a team. They said, you know what? I like Harper. I'm going to go there. But outside of that, it is an incredibly small pocket. On the other side, from the Natties, you got the Astros. Same thing. I mean, do you know an Astros fan? Well, Tim Dara, sadly, who passed away. Yeah. Um, but they're few and no, far I between. D- I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I really don't. It's just, it's though it's a huge market, mm-hmm. Houston, the number three TV market mm-hmm. in the country. Well, it's not that kind. It's not the Yankees. It's not even the Red Sox. It's the not the Dodgers. It doesn't have that national following, even as big of a city as Houston is. So you have those two components here. If you're a casual fan, it's difficult maybe to jump in. But the star power involved, the starting pitching, the nuance, the back and forth, the usage of bullpen. When are you going to go out and a starter on his day of rest that he normally throws a bullpen session? We're going to use him in the game. All these little intricacies mm-hmm. that make playoff baseball so amazing, they're in full display in this World Series. If you're a sports fan, even if you're not a huge baseball fan, 
I think you're missing out big time with this one. Well, it was a hell of a game last night. Had everything. Two terrific pitchers who both were hit hard in the baseball game. Home runs and home runs that were traveling Poach. last night. I think all three of the did, home so runs. So did they the go game. back to the regular season baseball well, last night? Well, it seemed like they put them away for the first couple of rounds in the playoffs. But man, oh man. Would Bo Porter be the connection to... There you go. I mean, we're struggling, right? Yeah, Not that yeah. he was born here, but... You played, know, played, for the played for the Hawkeyes. Baseball and football. Yep. Um, I, I'm, I'm grasping at straws. A.J. Hinch was born in Iowa. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. Where was it? I'll have to look. But yeah, I saw that one last night, so I said, ooh, there's a connection for us. Should we play up the A.J. Hinch angle? No. Think we can get him on? I don't, I don't think we can get him on. I think we should just play out the fact that this is uh, this has got the, an opportunity to be a hell of a series. Look, I'm an Astros fan today. Born in Waverly. Waverly, Iowa. There's your answer. Um I'm rooting for the Astros tonight, Trent. I picked the Nationals to win the series if you listened to the show yesterday. I thought it was, a, you just couldn't pass up plus 190, meaning you bet 100, you get 90, 190 back, uh, plus your 100. Um, you bet 10, you get 19, plus your 10. So I thought for that reason alone with those pitching matchups, and it's not like this, uh, this lineup's chopped liver, you have to take the Nationals. But I'm an Astros fan tonight. I want this thing to last as long as it possibly can. Take us to Beggar's Night. That's when Game 7 yes, will be October do. 30th. Stretch this thing out. I am right there with you. The unfortunate part about baseball and the World Series and the playoffs in general is those weekend games get so covered up. Yeah, they do. I mean, even for us that no, love I baseball. Know. Yep. Football. Got to watch Iowa and Iowa State. Got to, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, but it's true. It's, it is true. It absolutely is true. You and have if to watch I have both of them, I mean, a compelling, what would it be? So tonight's game. T- and I'm not complaining. No, me. no, not at all. Right. Not at all. But you have a compelling game four. Well, are you watching that? Mm. Or are you watching the football that's on? I'm still in that football camp. Well, the good news is on Saturday night, I mean, neither of the two locals play on Saturday night, and the big game is what? Notre Dame at Michigan, right? It's Notre Dame-Michigan play. Yep. I don't know what else is out there on Saturday because night. Because the Auburn-LSU game is the CBS 230 game. Yeah. So that um, won't be a night game. So, so here, here's the night slate. Boston College Clemson on the ACC Ooh. network. Missouri-Kentucky on the SEC network. Ooh. FS1 has Cal at Utah. Cal stinks now that quarterbacks got hurt. So you know what? College football realized, I think, Washington State, Oregon, Washington State's not what they've been the last couple of years, but, you know, Pac-12 football and after dark, night. and it's late. It's, it's, it's 9.30. But I think probably college football realized that, you know, the World Series is going on. Maybe put this, so there's really only one, and, and would you call Notre Dame, Michigan this year? I mean, it's two marquee names, right? It, it is, yes. It's maybe not has the on-the-field five stars, but mm-hmm. certainly the cachet that comes with it. These are marquee programs. Um, so we've had better prime time events than we've had, but it's still pretty good. Uh, Penn State, Michigan State's the middle of the day. Iowa State, uh, Oklahoma State, as you mentioned, the SEC tilt uh, at two thirty. Auburn at LSU's got a chance as well. Maryland against my Gophers, <laughs> big favorites in that one. What's 17? seventeen? I think I saw. Yeah, it's a big number for the Gophers. Hey. It's not Rutgers this week. No, it's looking not. ahead. Vegas is respecting my squad. Penn State on the horizon. Let oh down. Ooh, just keep your eye there. Where is that Penn State game? Is it in uh, it, Happy Valley? Yeah, up in no, it's no, up in Dinkytown. Ooh, beautiful. Yes, might have to go. No, we're not. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, that would be the most incredible thing. Ken Miller makes his Penn first State, appearance Minnesota. at a yeah. college football game in a decade, and it's for Minnesota Penn State. Just trying to think, uh, has it been a decade? Julian Edelman. 
Julian Ed- really? I think was that the last one? That was a Thursday night. Yeah. Speaking uh, of Thursday night, can we get you up for the K State game next year? Yes, in. You are. No, well, yes, in. Okay, I'm I mean, gonna double down now. Yeah. We get off the air as long as they still allow us here next year at this I time. I believe they will. Noon. We go up and start tailgating. No. You come on. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's have some fun. Let's do it. We still have yet to yeah, hoist so a beer together. We're a year away. Let's tap the brakes a little bit. <laughs> but I, it's, I'm a definite maybe. Hold him to this. Folks listening, hold him to definite this. Definite maybe. Because when we get around to it, there'll be something going on. There'll be a... Game six of the World a- Series. <laughs> what is the date on that again? Is October 29th, wasn't it? Yeah, so it'll be World Series. We're getting you there. Come I'm on. in. I'm Let's in. Do it. Well, that was the last one I went to. I got to get back to Kinnick, man. It's been so long since I've been at Kinnick. The last time I was at Kinnick Stadium, John Miller snuck me through a gate. <laughs> we were there for media day. Uh-huh. So John was doing two to four. Uh, and John and I did, I think that day we did two to six or whatever because we did Hawkeye Media Day. I, I've seen a game there, but I hadn't seen it since the renovations. And oh. this was right after the renovation. Not, not the most current one. Sure. So, but John found a gate, and we snuck in, <laughs> and we're stopped. There's somebody started walking, and they recognized John, and you know, just mm-hmm. waved us up. But that was the last. Time. Yeah, it's you'll be it, blown away when you get back to Kinnick too. Well, I, it's they don't play Thursdays or Fridays. They might be playing a Friday game. I thought that they they said that if they do, Bart didn't Barta say I, we'd play on the road, but we're not hosting. Didn't they I see they that? tried, but I wonder how much the Big Ten's going to flex their muscle. I think that's still a possibility, and I think the only weekend they could do it would be a Labor Day weekend where they could play that Friday night game. Just because with the hospital, mm-hmm. it is incredibly oh, difficult sure. with the area parking Boy, to do a weekday game. Of it, right? it is so much more difficult than it is a Jack Trice, just because right, right, of right, that right. factor alone. Because of that, I think the only time they could do it, it wouldn't be a Thursday, it'd have to probably be a Friday, and it'd be Labor Day weekend. I think that's the only way they could squeeze mm-hmm. it. If that happens, maybe. Yeah. A no, strong maybe? It. No, I'd love it. I'd love it. I'd love to see it. Um, but you just miss, you can't go to one because you miss the other. That's what DVRs are for. Uh, I can't do it, Trent. I've got to watch them live. I cheat. If I know the score, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat. I want to watch it unfold. Anyways, uh, looking, forward to, uh, looking forward to our conversation with Cappy. Uh, David Ross is indeed the guy. I'm anxious to, you know, find out, um, you know, just what Cubs, how the Cubs, I mean, the Cubs fan base, you, you mentioned it, Spotted, they wanted, they wanted him to be the guy. Yeah. We'll see how this goes over. David Ross worked last night. He, he was doing, he was doing television last night. Um, but, you know, I guess he's going to get a day off and he's going to have a press conference. <laughs> I thought it was embargoed. I thought the Major League Baseball didn't allow anything until after the World Series was over. I know that the Super Bowl has a, a steadfast rule. Nothing. With all those coaches' vacancies after Black Monday in the NFL, the Monday after the regular season ends, and one after another walk the plank, when you get the Super Bowl week, um, they don't want you to make that announcement. Now, most of them have prior to that, but if they haven't, they, they wanted that to be a standalone deal. All right. Uh, let's. What do we got for matchup tonight? Verlander, Strasburg, and what is the numbers? Verlander can't be as much of a favorite tonight as they were last night, are they? Minus one seventy five tonight, so it's plus one fifty five. I like the Astros tonight. I gave two winners yesterday. You did the the first five innings, and, and the Natties. Uh, and you, so you cash both. You hit them both. Hit them both, and I think I'm going to go back on the other side tonight. I think first five under this evening. And I do like the Astros, though that heavy price minus one seventy five. Mm-hmm. Still think I'm going to jump aboard there. I also 
That's the NBA last night. Oh, did you get into the NBA? No, I didn't watch it. I watched my Jets go down the tubes to the Kings, and I really watched very little of that. I couldn't turn the dial from the from the World Series. See, I didn't get over to Game One. The Raptors getting their championship rings, Mm -hmm. and saw I got. I saw some Twitter on it. Yeah, got beat on the backside in overtime as uh, Scott Sipker also did. Welcome to basketball gambling. That was maybe as big of a. He's not going to be Iowa nice guy if he keeps betting basketball. <laughs> no, but the, there was a lot of people that got burnt on that last night. That one stung. I, I was so entertained by Clippers Lakers though last night, and I stayed and I stayed up for it throughout. I um, probably should have got some shut eye, but mm-hmm. it, it was compelling. It was even fun. for even an opening. Well, opening night's got a little more oomph mm-hmm. than Game Fourteen of I, the regular season. I'm more into this NBA season than I have been in a long time. Good. I'm. I'm going to watch, I think, more of it than Drag I have during the regular you. season. Because it, it, just for so many years, it was Golden State, mm-hmm. Cleveland. Foregone conclusion. Wake me up in June. Yep. And it, there wasn't that compelling nature. This thing is so wide open. You can make cases for six, in eight, the East, ten though? teams. I mean, in the East, it's well, a different somebody's got to win the East, and that's somebody the other does. part. Well, it'll be the Sixers. It'll be the, it'll be the Bucks. Don't you think one of those do you, two? Do you trust those teams right now, though? No, well, no, I don't. I mean, I don't know. And that's the other thing. You know, the Celtics can make a move. And all can the sudden- Raptors? I mean, they have no Kawhi, right? right? We know that. But can they be a force in the East still? I, I think so. Siakam was really good last night, and they just signed him. Did they? Yeah, they, they gave him a huge deal, huge money out of New Mexico State, former egg. all the places. Yes, you can find guys a lot uh-huh. of different places. It's a good team. Van Fle- Van Fleet was awesome last night. Uh, it's a solid team. Again, movement. You can make moves, in-season moves. And somebody's got to win the East, right? The intriguing part of the NBA, too. There's so much more than just the basketball on the floor. That's what it is in college basketball. It's what we see on the floor. But these extracurriculars that go on in the NBA and the back and forth and the Twitter drama that starts and Instagram and everything else, it's compelling. It's interesting. I'm, I'm becoming a bigger NBA fan at 39 years old. I never thought this would happen. Here we are. Well, Brent Bloom, uh, you made his day because he's trying to uh, cultivate and grow uh, NBA fans, and he's got another one. Well, let's see. Speaking of another one, with you had a lot of winners here uh, of this $1,000. I saw another one keyword. in the state of Iowa. How about the Indianola, I want to say. Nice. Uh, good stuff there. Let's see if we can do it again. Yes, indeed. It's time to put another $1,000 into your bankroll. Simply text the keyword YOGA. Yoga to 200-200 right now. Your chance to win a grand. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. He broke the story on David Ross getting the Chicago Cubs managerial gig. And Cappy will join us next. Miller and Condon till noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 14-6. Delivery fee supply. I can say. I mean, I think I, I understand. It's 24-hour sports, morning, noon, and night, here on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Cappy's had a busy morning. We get him. He's brought to us by Centurion Stone of Iowa. I tweeted out oh, just before he came on the uh, to tape with us, highly placed sources confirmed to me David Ross named Cubs manager this week. Uh, Cappy, there have been a lot of a spot of love out there, but uh, so your sources are telling you David Ross is the guy. Yep, they are negotiating the contract as we speak, and unless something was to fall through contractually and that's not going to happen, 
David Ross will be the next manager of the Cubs. How close was the spotted? There seemed to be, he seemed to be getting momentum, Cap, and there was going to be another interview. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But did he? Was this a difficult decision? Do you think? Um, I think Espada made it difficult, but in the end, it was. This is the guy they feel comfortable with, David Ross. I personally believe. They are not going to be in play on the major free agents this year. Mm. I think they're going to reset their luxury tax and then take a year to get all their new systems in. They're not going to be a bad team. I'm not saying they're going to be a, a tanking team. What I'm saying to you is they'll be okay. Maybe they catch lightning in a bottle and get hot and win, and everyone's like, where'd that come from? But I don't think you're going to hear them get landing Garrett Cole or Madison Bumgarner and, you know, trading Chris Bryant for two prospects that they can sign, Anthony Rendon, like everything everyone wants. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that's going to happen. I think they're going to work with David, get him solid, and, you know, ready to go as a major league manager. They made all these organizational changes and process changes, and then they'll look at 2021 with all these guys coming up and figure out what they're going to do. Cap, what was it about David Ross that pushed him over and ultimately was offered this comfort. job? Comfort, yeah. comfort level. They, this is their guy, and it's a good hire. If you know, you, if you really truly believe he's going to be a good manager, then hire him. But you know, because I think I would want to go out and spend money and then bring Joe Girardi in doesn't mean that's the right way to do it. And obviously, they want to make some you know big time changes in the organization structure. And so, by doing that, you probably do go with a younger, less. Expensive yeah. manager that you can build with. How will that go over with the fans, Cap? Two-parter. A, the lack of free agents that they're apparently, uh, as you just mentioned, they won't be going after. And then, indeed, it is a first-time manager. How will that go over in Cubs Nation? Um, I think the manager part, look, they could name you the manager. And if you win, they're going to love you. They won't care. And if, the, if Theo and Jed are listening to fans talk about that, then they're out of their mind. Then that's just ridiculous. Um, David Ross is a quality baseball man. He's never coached. He's mm-hmm. never managed. Right. Hopefully, you know, he can pick it up quickly. It's not an easy thing to do, and you're doing it not in San Diego where they got three or four beat people, where you got 30 every game, and you got to speak twice a day and never put your foot in your mouth. And that's what Joe Madden was so good at, having his players back, being able to tune out the haters and deal with the media 400 times a year. Mm-hmm. And when people hear that, they're like, what do you mean? Well, he speaks before every practice at spring training. He speaks after every practice at spring training. That's six weeks. And then he speaks minimum two times a day during the season, and sometimes more than that when he does his manager. If you add in his manager show for 162-plus, the meeting with the media before and after every single game, and I'm not even counting off days when he does different events and radio shows that he does every single week on the flagship. This guy speaks 500 times a year. You better not put your foot in your mouth. So David Ross, uh, not a whole lot of experience on that side of things, but knows the game incredibly well. How much is it what we see in the success of these players just out of the game that have become managers. How much did that play into the decision for Jed and Theo? Yeah, I think that probably weighs into it. If all those guys were dismal failures, then probably 
they would have had some pause. But Theo's a confident guy, and he believes David Ross is managerial timber. So why not make the move now? That's it. Cap, we're going to keep you no longer than five more minutes. We've got to get to the Bears. Your, your show yesterday, the news from Monday Night Football that Schefter, that Brady might be entertaining a move to a new city to finish out his career, uh, and the Bears were at the, on the top of that list. How big of a talker was it yesterday? WEEI had him on today. He said that it's yes, it's true, that he's never been in this situation, that his contract is up, didn't mention any teams, but the Bears seem logical. Was it a big talker on your show yesterday and in Chicago, period? It was not as big a talker as you would think because I don't think anybody believes it. I don't think anyone thinks that Tom Brady is going to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears next season. In fact, the funny thing is we had Dan Orlovsky on yesterday and he said, if Tom Brady is the center under center for the Chicago Bears next opening day as the Bear quarterback, I'll buy every single person in the city of Chicago that wants <laughs> this deep dish pizza. There's this, it's not going to happen. I didn't think so. Kappa, the game itself, uh, they're not running the football. Seven carry, seven carries for that uh, running attack that has not been good. I mean, all those people that took David Montgomery in fantasy drafts, former Iowa State kid, have buyer's remorse big time. He's not getting the opportunity. What is wrong with this Bears offense, Cappy? Uh, I think one bad quarterback play, and I've been, you know, a backer of Mitchell Trubisky, and I got to admit, the guy has been horrible, horrible. And so, can he be saved? I don't know. Put him on the bench and go get a veteran guy and ride out the rest of the season, maybe? The bottom line is that the two guys that have to make that decision, not radio show hosts, not TV guys, not fans, the two guys that have to come to a meeting of the minds on it are Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. And they've got to look in the mirror and go, okay, is this Blake Bortles? because they held on to him too long in Jacksonville and it cost David Caldwell, the GM, his job. We can't get in that situation. Can we win with this guy or not? And if they look and go, put him on the bench, we keep trying to develop him, we got to go get Ryan Fitzpatrick, Case Keenum, Nick Foles, or you. Whoever it is, then you got to be man enough and have the stones enough to walk out to that podium and go, hey, I believe in Mitch, we're going to keep working with him, but... We can't win with him right now. And that takes a, a big man to do that. The run game woes uh, continue. Ken mentioned seven carries in the game. Is this an offensive line issue the most, or is this a David Montgomery problem, something that people thought this guy was going to be a star? Maybe he's just not there. Look, the offensive line, I watched that all 22, yeah. and the offensive line's not as bad as they're getting mm. ripped for. Now, are they a softer offensive line? Maybe Maybe the Bears don't punch people in the mouth the way we expect them to. Uh, but they're getting out-schemed at times. First of all, the quarterback's not threatening anybody. That's one. True. But two, you know, I watched the Brian Baldinger breakdown where they actually did a great job blocking, and here comes Tariq Cohn in the hole, and guess what? Oh, we had an extra man. In, we had a man in motion, and the man in motion ran right in front of Tariq Cohn, and that brought the guy that was covering him way out on the left side right into the middle of the defense, and he makes the tackle. So, got to be better coaching. Finally for you, Cap, trade deadline next week. Do you expect any movement at all? The Bears do have cap room. I think they have the 12th most in the league to make a move. Do you anticipate anything there? Do I think they make a trade? Yes. Um... 
again, it goes back to the quarterback position. I mean, what if they called you from Miami and said, hey, we'll give you Ryan Fitzpatrick for the rest of the year? Not a great player, but he's probably better than Mitchell Trubisky Mm, right now. Think about that. So what if they said, give us a sixth-round pick, you can have him? If I'm Ryan Pace, I'd probably do it. What if Jacksonville calls you and says, take all of the Nick Foles contracts and give (laughs) us a fourth-round pick? Do you do it? Well, if you do that, then you've now committed your future to Nick Foles. That's it. You're not going to get to pick another one after Nick Foles if you're Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. So you better think that Nick Foles is the answer to the question. I'm not uh, sure he is. Uh, Cap, uh, Bulls season starts tonight. Last thing for you. I know you're busy. 32.5 is the over. Is the, is the win total over under. Um, what kind of year are they going to have? And then Kobe White, who I really like from North Carolina. He was their first-round pick. What do you expect from him, and what do you expect from the Bulls overall this year? Uh, I expect the Chicago Bulls to cover that over. I think they're – look, we can't predict health. Health right. could blow everything up. Last year, we saw – Chris Dunn, Lowry Markkinen, Zach Levine, and Bobby Portis all gone, Mm. either in training camp or at the start, the beginning of the portion of the season, and it wrecked their year. Now, if they can stay reasonably healthy, I don't see any reason why this isn't a 38 to 41 win team. I don't. Uh, Can they do it? It remains to be seen. I can't tell you I played the over. Uh, Congrats on your scoop, Cappy. We'll let you go. Thank you for giving us time this morning. Thanks, boys. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan joining us from Chicago. Centurion Stone of Iowa makes it possible. Cappy, literally, Trent, uh, for those people who uh, <laughs> listen to the show, they know that we tap, uh, tape Cappy about 8.35 every morning. He tweeted it as you were dialing him. Yes. Um, and uh, good for him for giving us a few minutes as he lives up to his end of the bargain by coming on here with us. And uh, your thoughts? It's. Uh, I, I told you, actually, right before we got Cappy on, I saw a poll yesterday, and I apologize, I don't remember who put it out, but it was one of the Cubs beat writers. And if it came down to David Ross or Espada from the Astros, mm-hmm. who would they prefer? Mm-hmm. And it was 70-30 Espada, which shocked me, absolutely shocked me. It was before the World Series, game one. I, yeah, that, but Espada's been in a dugout as a, as a coach before. He has. He's got that yes. on his David Ross doesn't. He's broadcast. He still is. He's, he's mm-hmm. doing the game last night uh, for uh, one of the um, networks. I think it was ESPN's coverage. Was it ESPN's? I think it was. Or MLB Network. Regardless, David Ross was on TV last night opining on game number one. So we'll see is if there's going to be. Cap thinks it's going to happen this week. The announcement comes sometime this week. I'm surprised. Uh, I know that um, NFL embargoes coaching mm-hmm. news on Super Bowl week. They don't yep. want anything to, you know, step on it. Baseball does the same. They try to do the same. But isn't Madden going to be introduced in the next couple of days? Didn't we hear that? Now that news broke though before the World Series, True. and that was okay. But there's been no official announcement. Yeah, the news is out there. Or the press right. conference is rele- irrelevant at that point. Well, uh, certainly interesting day. Um, with Cappy breaking the news on David Ross, who he believes will be the, uh, and by the time this airs here in an hour and 15 minutes, it may be, uh, uh, backed up and the, and the, uh, Cubs maybe have come out with their statement. Uh, we shall see. All right. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Thank you for allowing us to bring Cappy on on a weekly basis. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Uh, that's their website. Check them out. If you're looking for manufactured or natural stone to accent or update your exterior or interior project of any size, they have a variety of styles patterns and colors for your every need centurion
Centurion Stone of Iowa. Over 200 of those colors and patterns. You can check them out online, Centurion Stone of Iowa, or head to the showroom, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. We always try our best not to be too fanboy here. We try, even as we're fans of teams, to mm-hmm. look at it. My view of the Cub, or the Bears is just it's so tainted, and I've been so beat down. They're three and three they because the of expectations, Trent. There, a lot of people thought that this was they were going to not only repeat what they did last year, but take another step. And I didn't. I didn't believe it. Well, you but got the Vikings on the over under. <laughs> I did. I, I had the Vikings to win the division. Yeah. People thought I was crazy there. I well, still I feel was good all, about that. And you, and you should. I was all over the Bears, and I thought Mitchell Trubisky is going to be a serviceable, serviceable quarterback. Can this team at least? When we get to December, will they still be in contention for yes. a playoff spot? Yes, in contention. I don't think they'll get there. I think the Vikings, who have all three of their uh, remaining games inside their division uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium, so all three of them, Green Bay, Chicago, and Detroit, have to come there since the Vikings have already taken care of that road aspect mm-hmm. of their schedule. Green Bay doesn't look like they're going away. As long as number 12 stays upright, he's got a defense. He's got some... Uh, his offensive line has been really, really good this year. So I just think it's a product of, um, I still think it's the best division in football. I know there's a lot of NFC West love out there, and understandably so with the Rams, Seahawks, 49ers who are unbeaten off to a 6-0 and start. So you have to get I don't to a, think they're a playoff team, Trent. You have to get to 10. Yeah, don't at minimum. And pro- maybe, a, I mean, it might be crazy, but you might have to get to 11 to be a playoff team in the NFC. We've seen this happen before. <sighs> Chargers this week. That's a win. There's four. That's, At Philly. That's... It's possible. It's possible, yes. Let's put in the win column just for argument's sake to see if they can get there. Okay, let's do it. How many is that now? Six? Uh, that's up to five. Five, gotcha. Home for the Lions. Uh, seven. Six. Six. At the Rams. I'm trying to give them an extra win, Trent. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Uh, at the... That's an L. That's an L, yeah. Giants at home. Win. Lions on Thanksgiving. Always a tough spot. I'm going to give them a loss. Home for the Cowboys. Loss. At the Packers. Loss. Home for the Chiefs. Loss. At the Vikings. Loss. They're 7-9. and And if you had the under ticket, you are cashing in You're feeling pretty good, indeed. All right, we're going to go back to basketball. Uh, we're going to be joined in studio by the uh, head coach of the... Uh, Iowa Wolves, yes, the the uh, league starts tonight. The G League, almost called it the D League. Old habits die hard. Uh, the head coach Sam Newman Beck will tell us about his roster, uh, what it's like to coach the G in the G League, and you know what his number one responsibility is. Not the win column, gang. It's to get kids, uh, guys ready for that next level. Sam Newman Beck joins the program next. Miller and Condon until noon, a busy 11 o'clock hour. Kenny White is here. Matt Postens from Heartland College Sports. He's live at Big 12 Basketball Media Days. He will join us from Kansas City. And then Bill Bender from the Sporting News Talks College Football. Uh, Trent and I are here until noon. It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. In-depth X's and O's analysis. It's Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO with you until noon. Busy 11 o'clock hour coming up. Kenny White in Vegas. 
We'll go live to Big 12 Basketball Media Days. Matt Postens, Heartland College Sports, and Bill Bender from the Sporting News. But right now, a couple of special guests in studio. We've got the head coach of the Iowa Wolves, Sam Newman Beck, and Seth Nutting from the uh, franchise. Uh, we will uh, talk about some of the promotions. Regular season starts November 8th. Coach, good to see you. Behind you is Trent Condon. I'm Ken Miller. How are you, Coach? I'm great. Great. Couldn't be happier. Obviously, great to be here. Great to meet you guys. Um, You know, excited to be here in Des Moines. I bet you uh, are. I got here a couple days ago, so really excited. So what do you think of the city? Is this your first time in central Iowa? Uh, So I've driven through here. Yeah. Um, I live, you know, I lived in Minneapolis for eight years, so I've been through here. And then I came down for a day and a half uh, about a couple weeks ago gotcha. to explore. But no, over the weekend, I, I got to explore. I got to get to some good restaurants, see the city a little bit. So. Uh, it's a great it's a great place to live. Um, yeah, it's I think great. I think you're going to like it. Uh, let's talk about, I guess you don't know what your team's going to look like. When will you, when will you get a final, at least to, to begin the season, when will your roster come together that you guys in all likelihood will take the floor with a November 8th. When does that happen? Yeah, so so this weekend is our draft. Uh the draft is uh Saturday and you know after that we'll we'll have a really good idea about what our final roster will be um you know or heading into training camp I should mm-hmm. say. Uh you know we have an idea now but we're still finalizing some some things. Um we have our two-way of, uh players from the Timberwolves who will be with us. We do know who they are, Jordan mm-hmm. McLaughlin and Keelan Martin. Okay. Um, you know, we expect to have some returning guys. We expect to have some uh, affiliated affiliated guys from the Timberwolves. But a- as we said, it's all like kind of a fluid process right now. Gotcha. There, there's one name. He's a Canadian kid, played, grew up in Nova Scotia, played at Iowa State. We think he's going to be here. You can't say anything, so I won't. But there's a chance that... You know, some names that we are familiar with will be part of that as of Monday, perhaps? I mean, there's always a chance. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you know, we uh, we have the draft coming up. There's there's always guys, local guys in the draft. There's always local affiliate guys. Um, you know, so, yeah, there's, a, there's always an opportunity for that. Gotcha. Say no more. Sam, uh, good to talk to you and good to have you here on the program. I want to get your perspective, the G League as a whole, and... Every time that I go to a game, I usually make it there once, twice a year. I just, uh, I'm amazed about the talent level, the guys making that jump, and the changes that we've seen. Just the back and forth. For years, it was the minor league system of baseball. That's what they wanted to do. How close do you think the G League is to having that full development and the back and forth that we see in baseball? Well, well, first, Trent, we got to get you out to more than two games okay, this year. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So, but no, I mean, you know, this is uh, this will be my second year working in the G League. Prior to that, I was in the NBA for for uh, nine years, um, and and just the uh, you know just the effort level that that NBA teams are, are putting into their franchises is, is well you know well apparent, and I think that's that's taken a drastic step even over the last three to five years. Um, you know, we are viewed as an extension of the Timberwolves staff. You know, we're not we're not in Des Moines, uh, you know, separ- separated from the team. We're in constant communication uh, with the front office, with the coaching staff, um, you know, and, and working together. It's a real collaboration. And, um, you know, uh, credit to Gerson Rosas and Ryan Saunders and, and obviously Glenn Taylor, who's, you know, an owner for us, and, and Gianluca Pascucci, who's our general manager. Um, you know, they've really included us and, and done a great job of, 
making us feel a part of things and also investing in us at the same time. And I think our players will also feel that as well. So how much, I'm sure you and Coach Saunders talk all the time, and my, my guess is he wants you to run the same stuff here that they run up in uh, with, with the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, you know, it, just in just in my interview process, obviously, I, I, I got named head coach uh, about a month and a half ago. Um, and and just in the interview process, you know, we, we really talked a lot about how can we be synchronized? How can we work together and how can we make it the best transition for whether it's two way players, whether it's affiliate play, players, whether it's guys who are currently on the Timberwolves roster? How can they learn the best? And and we want it to be a, a synchronized system. Um, with that being said, you know they've also expressed to me that that we want to try some different things down here that that maybe they're not trying in the NBA. Um, and that's you know that's uh, that's something I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, in an overall standpoint, you know we're gonna uh, mirror the same culture, mirror the same you know similar playing style. Um, and, and I think that's, that's a good thing because they're doing, you know, uh, Coach Saunders is doing great things uh, with the team up there. You know, we don't see this uh, a lot in the G League and the NBA, the, you know, a rehab start where you come down to the G League. see it obviously a ton in Major League Baseball, periodically in the NHL. I think Zach Parise from the Minnesota Wild came down here for one game a couple of years ago following an injury. Should we see more of that? Would that be, I mean, that'd be a real bone to throw to the G League affiliate, right? If you get, let's say Wiggins gets hurt, and we hope that doesn't happen, but, you know, he's making his way back and comes down to play a rehab. Do you think we'd ever see more of that? I think uh, you're you're taking strides in the G League all over the place, and, and credit to you know Gerson and and Gianluca who were with Houston for a long time and had Rio the RGV Vipers, mm-hmm. and you know they tried a lot of different things there. Um, and Won I, some championships. Yeah, and I ex- I expect us to do uh, similar things. Um, you know, we've already kind of taken some technology and analytical uh things that the Timberwolves are using and we're going to implement them here which is exciting for us mm-hmm. um and you know as far as rehab stints i think you never know what the season's going to bring you know i i don't know what's going to happen uh with the Timberwolves, um but I, I would say everything is always on the table gotcha Hey, Seth, question for you. Uh, of course, the season right around the corner as the uh, guys will start practicing next week. Promotion's always a big deal in minor league sports, and you guys got a couple of very interesting ones early on. Iowa State night coupled with the Iowa Energy night, a little throwback as you're going throwback yourself with your old-school Wolves sweatshirt. I love that thing. I appreciate that. No, you're exactly right. Uh, our home opener is Friday, November 8th. We've got um, Cyclone tonight, so maybe in anticipation of maybe having an Iowa State alumni. Uh-huh. Nothing official, but we're <laughs> right. hoping. So uh, that's an $18 package. You can get an Iowa State hat with your ticket to the game. Uh, and then the following Friday is Iowa Energy Night. So, yeah, we will be doing throwback unis. Uh, and then we've also got a commitment from um, current Toronto Raptors head coach Nick Nurse. He'll be in attendance. So that'll be really cool for all the uh, Iowa Energy uh, former fans, uh, now Iowa Wolves fans, but uh, we had a lot of cool history back then, mm-hmm. and uh, I was lucky to be a part of it for the last year. Um, so it's interesting. We've got uh, 12 home games in the first two months, so that's half of our home games wow. for the whole season. 
Um, and then um, 12 home games the remaining three months. So All of the state um, tournament high school gets you guys out of the arena, right? You're exactly. On the road. Exactly. So uh, it's a little bit front-loaded, but you can check out iowolves.com for our full promotion schedule. Uh, we'll be doing like a pro wrestling night, a faith and family night that usually includes a post-game concert. Mm-hmm. So uh, we always have some good promotional materials, promotion nights. So uh, feel free to check that out on our website, and it should be a good year. So each year we've been a part of Minnesota, uh, affiliated with the Timberwolves. We feel like each year we're growing in terms of our collaboration with them and the resources that they're giving us down here uh, in terms of front office and the basketball operations side. So uh, it's been really cool to get to know Coach Sam Newman Beck and the coaching staff that he's going to be bringing in, and we're always excited to get the players in. It, it seems like in the G League it – takes a little longer than you'd like but yep. that we know that's the process with the nba um and we're really excited to get to know those players good stuff seth nutting coach Co- sam newman back coach real quick we got 30 seconds left how big a part of your job is to nobody wants to be here if they all want to be in the nba you gotta you gotta i guess work with those guys tell them to keep working hard you're gonna get your chance but how big a part of that is your of your job is that i think uh you know it, it's important i think also um you know, guys need to cherish the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They're, they want to be in the 